Should have had a coffee. Or should you? Mm. Go snack. <laughs> yeah. Big show. Big show? Yeah, got a lot of stuff. All right. All right. Let's go on with it. Yeah. Pretty sure about that. I can't do shit, but I know I want to. Maybe if we talk about it, I'll find shit to do. I got a brain somewhere, and you got one too. It's alright. We'll sort it out. I'll, just, I'll sort it. It just ended up being screaming. That, that sounds pretty much like everything you do. That's like my calling card. Yeah. Is just your raison d'etre. Someone screaming. Is that <laughs> a thing? Detra. Isn't that like a type of scooter? That's a razor. Razor scooter. Oh. They're the cool BMX scooters. Oh, right. Okay. The fold up ones. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Didn't have one of those. You Stupid. Didn't? They had small wheels. Everyone fell off them. I never had. I, I think I had a bike, like a mountain bike, and that was it. Yeah. And then I just got a car, and then I was like, well. Don't need a I bike I got anymore. a motorbike. Yeah. Then I got destroyed. Yeah. Now I got and, a car. And uh, here we are. Yeah. <clears throat> Big Good. show. Yeah. Big, sh- big show. Uh, first of all, I just want to get it out of the way. Um, there are baptisms in the Bible. Okay, redaction. We, no, no, not even it's a redaction. not a redaction. We, we made, did say it. We said last week, yeah. if there weren't baptisms in the Bible, yeah. it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Because you wouldn't just start putting people in water. And they do. And there's seven different types. Yeah. But we only use a few. I was just surprised at some of them, so I got them here. There's the baptism of Moses, right? Okay. That's uh, when the Israelites were delivered from slavery in Egypt. They were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. They kept trying to, to the baptize cloud. them in the sea, but the sea, the waters just kept parting underneath them. <laughs> just people dying from trauma. <laughs> it's like, oh, I've got to baptize you with this cloud now. It didn't yeah. work. Second one is the baptism of John. John! Because <laughs> <laughs> there's John the Baptist. That makes a lot of sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, he preached repentance of sins in preparation for the coming of the Messiah. He baptized people in the Jordan. So I don't know whether it's like a you have to do it in the Jordan kind of thing. Or that's like washing away your sins kind of baptism. Right. But isn't that what all baptisms are? I don't know. I thought so. There's also the baptism of Jesus. Jesus. Uh, this was Jesus's act of identifying with sinful humanity. Well, that's nice. Yeah. It's nice of him. Although Jesus did not need to repent of sin, he didn't have to. He's just a nice guy. He came to John to be ba- <laughs> to be baptised. John balked, that's a good word, at mm. performing the baptism, saying that Jesus, Jesus, should be the one baptising him. Matthew 3, 13, 14. But Jesus told John to proceed with the baptism. I see all scriptures as old horse racing scores. <laughs> <laughs> David 5, Matthew nil. <laughs> Like some kind of weird hymn. Yeah. Right, so those are the kind of ones that you get the first three baptisms. Like, okay. Oh, okay. Then you've got the baptism of fire. All right. <laughs> that's, that's when... A, that's a common thing, isn't it? Baptism by fire. People say that's that a lot. a saying. Trial by fire, Tri- sorry. Or, back to, or you get baptised in the fire. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, had yeah, that yeah. before. And when, like, I've worked a busy shift at a restaurant. Yeah. They're oh, like... baptised by fire. Yeah, you mean the, the new I've people to do my job or not. Or, like, you know, you get a new person in, and yeah. they you don't know if they're any good, and you go, yeah. well... Put them in, Put them the, in shit the worst, and so and see if they crumble. And if yeah. they come out of the side, then it's fine. Uh, that's uh, Matthew three eleven twelve. <laughs> John, 
John prophesies that Jesus would baptize men with fire. This speaks of Jesus judging the world for its own sin. Judging See John Jesus. 5, 22. <laughs> <laughs> then there's a baptism of the Holy Spirit. John said he'll also baptize men. Jesus will also baptize people with Holy Spirits. Fire or Holy Spirits. He'll choose. He doesn't have to be baptized. The baptism of the cross. That's crucifying someone. It's a good baptism, that. Is that a baptism? Apparently. I thought you had to be alive after. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you're kind of alive on the cross. Until you're dead. Kind of alive. That's Mark 10, 35, 39. <laughs> that's more bingo like calls. Call bingo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Baptised by cross, 70 sauce. <laughs> they all got rhymed for some reason. <laughs> Jesus used the language of baptism to refer to his sufferings and those of his disciples. <laughs> and the final one, the baptism of believers. That's washing in water to symbolise the action of the Holy Spirit in the believer's heart. Right, so that's, that's the typical the one. kind of one that's in churches. Yeah. But they might mix it up and go from yeah. baptism of believers to fire. Yeah, yeah. You probably have to check. Spin the wheel of <laughs> baptisms. <laughs> Please John. be water. Please be water. Please be water. <laughs> oh, no. John. John is <laughs> Taking you to Africa. Yeah. Oh, no. Jordan's in Africa, isn't it? I think somewhere. Probably. Probably. Geography. Yeah, so just to, there are definitely baptisms in the Bible. Mm. I just don't know whether everyone does it. I mean, because all of them are Jesus, right? That means they're probably all Christians that do baptisms. And Old testament people probably don't do baptisms. Yeah, no, because well, Old Testament is the Jewish thing, isn't it? Yeah, do they baptise? No idea. I don't know. They've got a bunch of stuff. They've got their own on, New but... Year. That's, they're oh, a bit Chinese it? like that. Yeah. yeah, Yom Kippur or something. Oh. This is all from television. <laughs> I think it was like Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yeah, oh, okay. It was like that Yom Kippur is the, the new year of some kind. Right. I didn't know that. Do that. Yeah, I didn't learning. know. Learning. They are. Mm. They should be monitored. Yeah. Um the hot showers thing is a thing apparently. I looked it up. Cooking yourself in water. Yeah. To cool yourself down. So the way that your body Scum. regulates uh temperature <laughs> is by forcing blood to the surface of the skin. Yeah. When it's cold it takes the blood away. So if you cool it down, you'll feel cooler, but you won't actually radiate any of your core temperature, which is what you're trying to do when you cool down. So if you make yourself hotter, as in use a hot shower, it forces more blood to the surface in order to radiate the heat. And then when you get out, the blood still stays there for a bit. And as it's there, it cools your core temperature. So you will actually get cooler having a hot shower. But I think like temporarily, there'll be like a window on it, won't it? Yeah. yeah. It'll be like, it allows the heat from within you to get out of you faster yes because your blood vessels are opened and that's how the heat travels yeah, yeah. but then eventually you everyone's fucked <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah it's i guess hot might is that is that drinking a hot drink is saying yeah it? yeah it's like yeah if you want the heat within you to go out faster or do mm. you want the outside of you to yeah cool down but it, it also said that skin. like the most comfortable human temperature is an ambient 28 degrees. It's like... I've got an article that, that will... Um, fucking awful. That disagrees with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, to jump on to... No. No. We'll, we'll build up to that. Because there's more thing. But yeah, 28... Well, I didn't realise... I think 90 degrees is the sort of temperature of the sauna. 90 degrees centigrade. Okay. Which is like 194 degrees Fahrenheit. I've been meaning to look it up for ages, but that's like a sauna. And I can imagine being in, I can't sit in a sauna for more than like 15 minutes at the moment. Right. So that can be unbearable. 90 degrees Celsius is unbearable. Unbearable. Mm. 
Unbearable. You cannot be buried nope. in 90 degree heat. No. But 28 Baptism degrees. by burial. Back <laughs> to the soil. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first joke. <laughs> yeah, show, I think it was it was something like show and tell. It would have been in year two. No. Sorry. Oh. Hang on. Year three. Yeah, no, yeah, year two. Okay. Would have been year two. I did show and tell where I brought in a gas mask. Right, because my great grandma was had all these gas masks lying okay. around <laughs> from the war. Yeah. So as I brought it to show and tell, and then I told us, I told them about how I watched my brother get baptized, and I made a whole. That's where this has all come from. Probably is me wanting to be in year two again with um, that teacher that was there. I don't know, but yeah, mm. that was my first joke. It was like, oh, it, was, it just shoved my brother's face in the water, and everyone laughed. <laughs> it was great those were the glory days that's <laughs> <laughs> just an easy audience there i think yeah year two yeah. so how old year two i don't know nine ten no, something like that god no oh 13's year seven yeah so year two's five away it's like eight eight years old seven eight maybe seven maybe seven yeah we'll stick with maybe seven yeah <laughs> higher or lower yeah <laughs> weird bruce if bruce Forsyth. Forsyth, not Dickinson. <laughs> no. Dickinson's the well, antiques roadshow guy. The evil that men do <laughs> lives on and on. <laughs> I was like, oh, that guy. Hey, on. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, why is he famous? Who? Was he on Big Brother, Bruce Dickinson? He's on Iron Maiden. Not Bruce Dickinson. Bruce Forsyth. Not Bruce Forsyth. Antiques <laughs> roadshow. David Dickinson. David Dickinson. Oh, the orange guy. Yeah. Him. Yeah. What was the evil that men... Oh, was that Bruce that was that was, <laughs> that was Bruce Forsyth doing Bruce Dickinson. Okay. <laughs> Singing right. Iron Maiden. That's where it came from. Okay. That's all, that's all there. I saw oh. an article... Um, I was going to do the video for it because I thought it was quite funny. Uh, I think it sums up... We said, I think, in last week's episode that we're kind of... We, we don't feel like millennials... Even though, te- well, I don't feel like a millennial. Mm. And it was like, apparently in our age group, we are. And like, I don't know anyone, me or around my age group that was that. But I grew up with metalheads. Yeah. And so I think we got, that was our culture. It was yeah. like 90s, 2000s, new metal. Yeah. Not like whatever millennialism is. So like, uh, and I saw an article about that. And it was it was, it was an article that was by Loudwire. Is Loudwire reputable, do you think? I've heard that name trickled around in the same kind of conversations as Kerrang, but I don't yeah, know if Kerrang is reliable. Don't know. But yeah, they were doing an article about because um, Slipknot are doing a tour at the moment, and they did. You know, um, Slipknot had to stop midway through their performance to tell their fans fans to calm down because there were people being injured. And I was like, well, that's happened at every festival I've ever been to. Yeah, like I remember being at a corn at corn were headlining that well called a headlining a side stage and download in like 2008 and they yeah. stopped mid-song because people were climbing onto the tent yeah and they were like guys we're not gonna we don't want you to die you're gonna die so can you just get down and we'll continue the show and then suddenly the crowd's like yeah because people think metalheads are really aggressive and admittedly we're pretty aggressive but <laughs> it's all boiled out of hippiness so that everyone's yeah. there's a there's you this vision of harm yeah there's it looks violent in a mosh pit but it's the most Plus, most helpful, friendly place. It's more in the about world. being. It's 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 more carefree, and there is yeah. there is like a volatile nature to that. Well, it's like I always but, describe it like an ocean. If you're in a mosh pit, it's, a, it's you're in you're in an ocean. Yeah. If you fight against the tide, you're gonna have a horrible time. Yeah. So if you're getting upset and angry, and you're trying to fight people who are running in a certain direction, 
you're, you're gonna have a horrible time if you just go with it and even if you don't get involved you're just kind of moving along with the with the current of people and emotion you'll be fine yeah. It's only when people fuck up that it gets problematic. But yeah, so they would be like, oh, even Slipknot. I mean, the Slipknot fans are crazy. So Slipknot's not the craziest fans in the fucking metal world, even the new metal world. They have yeah. no wall of death. They'll have circle pits and moth pitch and, and maybe some death pits. But like, it's <laughs> it's all fine. And then it and then it went to, and because this is a, a Knot Fest, which is like a Slipknot festival, where they, I think last the last few times I've seen them, I've seen that, lineup they headline like both nights which sounds amazing right um but they said oh at the same concert during another band um some slipknot fans set fire to t-shirts and fl- spun them around their head it was like that's great what's wrong with that <laughs> that's amazing and in the video there's someone who called, someone in the crowd going that's metal as fuck <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty metal yeah that's what that is yeah. and then there's people you see for footage of people in the mosh pits but they're all carrying like bottles of water because they're like seasoned veterans. They're like, yeah, yeah, you need to stay hydrated within the pit, within the pit of death. Yeah. yeah, That's what you need to do. Makes it's sense. Like, it was like, yeah, it was all friendly. Yeah. But yeah, they was just got too crazy and the band stopped. And you get, they're saying like it's not in, uh, not, I was saying it like it's a rarity. It's like, no, I've seen Bruce Dickinson, not the Antiques Roadshow guy, <laughs> but from Iron Maiden. Someone threw an egg at him when he was headlining Download one year. Right. And he pointed him out and said to the crowd, that man doesn't leave with teeth. <laughs> I was like far away but I could see just like a, a big I don't know five meter radius of a circle oh. just kind of like separate and then come back in I don't know whether they took his teeth no 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 but, but it's maybe. funny <laughs> who's Bruce to know Iron Maiden says you yeah. need to be dealt with Jesus B- baptism by fists yeah. <laughs> yeah baptism by Bruce <laughs> Yeah, would you rather have John or Bruce? <laughs> Horrible. Uh, but brilliant. It met, it's, it's very metal mm. at the same time. Yes. So yeah, the Antiques Roadshow guy, why is he famous? Uh, well, David That's Dickinson. where this is all from. Yeah, he's, David He's from Dickinson. like Bargain Hunter. I think that's yeah. the only thing I know him from. He's just like a presenter. Yeah. It's just kind of... Why? What's he done? I have no idea. Oh. I just, yeah, I thought of Bruce Forsyth and I was like, oh, he's probably famous just for having game shows. And he was a game show host, and then yeah, then he was a game show host, but he was a song and dance guy as well. Like he does, like, he did he have albums, uh, or was he I just like a live? Know. He was, he was. Guy. I think he was more of a dancer. Oh. Like he always did, he did like tap dancing and stuff. Like he, married a Miss World. Apparently, did he? yeah. I made a joke because I liked the name Bruce Forsyth. It sounded funny, like yeah. a random low level reference. Yeah, and it was something like you don't want to turn out like Bruce Forsyth. And this was at like a stand-up show, and the guy, a guy, came up to me and said, "You know, he's actually he's really lucky and happy." So that <laughs> that reference doesn't make sense. <laughs> he married like a Miss World, so that's fine. I mean, yeah. And I didn't know that about him. He did pretty well. Yeah, yeah. he's dead now. So. He's, yeah, dead. Um, so you don't want to end up like you <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> don't want to be baptized by by Dickinson. No, Forsyth. Forsyth. Too many names. Anyway, I've got loads of stories. And All I was right. meant to be timing this whole thing, and I haven't been. So We're at 15 uh, minutes. <laughs> T minus. Feel good stories. Feel good stories. FBI agents have reportedly found buckets full of heads. 
arms and <laughs> legs, as well as refrigerated heaps of male genitalia and different people's body parts sewn together while working on a case concerning illegally trafficked body parts. Mm, that feels good. <laughs> a good feel story. Um, sewn together? Yeah. Like Frankenstein like kind of shit. Basically. Now, I, I found this article and then I found another article and they're completely linked. I didn't realise. Okay. So I, I might have edited this one out if I, if I didn't have the other one. Um, but yeah, they just found these people were illegally illegally trafficking body parts, um, and it's ending up in laboratories like this. So okay. they just get body parts and sell them. Apparently, the going rate for a head was five hundred dollars, arms was seven hundred and fifty dollars, which I found strange. I think you should pay more for a head than some arms. You would assume so. You've only yeah. got one of them. Yeah, but I guess it's what experiments. Maybe more experiments would be done on arms than they would be on heads. I imagine so. Really? It's more meat, isn't there, I guess? I suppose. If you, you, if you have to the muscle. Fingers. more. You can do experiments with fingers. But you, can, you can't experiment on people's eyes very much when it's just a head. I don't know. I, I'm assuming head includes face. And teeth and... Yeah, everything. eyes, ears. Yeah. But mm. yeah, it's going right. And a whole <laughs> body could be like $5,000, according to ABC15. We can save up for a court. <laughs> <laughs> We've been meaning to spice up this room. <laughs> Mr. Hop had donated his mother and his grandmother to the facility in 2012 and 2013 on the understanding that the bodies would be used for scientific purposes. He said um, it was meant for stuff like cancer and leukemia and whatever else using sampled cells from them. That's what I was told. He said the use of chainsaws and bandsaws for dismembering the bodies of his mother and uh, grandmother were not appropriate. Chainsaws? Chainsaws. A you can use my mother's and my grandmother's body for scientific purposes, but don't use a chainsaw. A bandsaw is more precise. A chainsaw is a just <laughs> Jason. Just pretty insane. Yeah. Um, so that happened, and then that's also linked to, and this then uh, this next article kind of references it to give it a bit more context. Um, a man has said that he feels foolish after learning his mother's body was sold to the U.S. Army, strapped to a chair, and exploded. <laughs> <laughs> this is an experiment. <laughs> yeah. uh. So. The, basically, the U.S. military was purchasing bodies from that lab that was illegally trafficking the dead. <laughs> so it was there was like a middleman. They were just collecting dead bodies through illegitimate means and then selling them out for scientific research. Why do you need to blow up a body? Well, I can understand why you would probably. Want, I mean, they go into say that it was put, the military used it to try and figure out ways to help someone who's exploded. Like She's what are the dead. effects on the? Oh yeah, but like what are the effects on a body that's right. been exploded? Can you know? Can okay? Can we sew an arm to a leg? Right. <laughs> so they'll put like a grenade within a vicinity of it and see what happens. Uh, something like or that, something. or something bigger, just to see if there's anything you can do. Because <laughs> it's good to know what level of bomb is going to be most yeah. the minimum amount of bomb needed to mean that you cannot be <laughs> sewn back together. How exploded was she <laughs> yeah. from one to Hiroshima? Yeah. How many buckets, how many heads has she got now <laughs> Yeah, after being exploded? Did you pick her up or was it more of a scooping kind of thing? So, I guess, how do you feel about when you die being given to scientific research? Uh, I've got no problem with it, really. I'm, I'm, like, I, I mean... Because this adds a whole new context that I don't think we've ever considered. Yeah. Of like, it's before it's always been like, oh, do you want to stay intact 
for the afterlife or do you want to be dissected and the the current argument is like i don't care i'll be dead so i'll be dissected i think i would want i would want to know that it's going to be useful so for example like there's loads of athletes who donate their brain for um concussion research and things yeah I would, I would kind of, I'd want to know what it was going to be used for. So say not you necessarily knew, against it, but so say I'm you curious. knew you had a terminal illness. Yeah, you would want to be donated towards yeah. research if into that was, terminal illness. Help. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I agree, uh, <laughs> but I think there's a whole other level of context of like your family has to live with that decision. Yeah, and in terms of that, you go, we as non-religious people go, yeah, sure, that's fine. Um, and as much as I want to be exploded when I die, that's why <laughs> that's my wish. <clears throat> when I'm dead, don't bury me, explode me. Yeah, but wouldn't you want it to be more public than what they're oh, doing? Yeah. Like they're in the d- middle of the street. Yeah, <laughs> like close off the street. You know, yeah. no one else needs to be hurt. Yeah. Before I wanted to be twanged into traffic. Yeah. I thought that would be great. Just yeah. catapulted and then just float gracefully into <laughs> into like rush hour traffic just to see what people would do. But now I think I think. I think a nice, quaint, quiet, family-only, secret funeral-type ceremony mm. where we you all sit around and then on top of a small hill, not that far away, <laughs> I'm, I explode. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's a plunger. I don't know. I haven't decided yeah. yet. Or maybe it's just on a timer that just goes off at some point during the speeches. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> Without telling anyone. <laughs> yeah. You just, suddenly, I explode. <laughs> And then that's it. The funeral's over because you can't. Well, you exploded now. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would do. But yeah, uh, Jim Stalfier of Phoenix, Arizona, donated his mum Doris uh, for medical research when she died uh, in 2013 of Alzheimer's. But the 74-year-old's body was passed to the army, where it was strapped to a chair before a bomb was detonated underneath it. <laughs> now, Mr. Stauffer is one of 33 people suing the Biological Research Center. Um, of Phoenix, which it, it's, it is said systematically misled people about what happened to their loved ones. You didn't tell us you were going to blow them up. <laughs> um, this is the interesting part. Uh, he added he had signed paperwork refusing blowing them up. Oh. There's a checkbox on your medical signature Would form. Would you like them to be detonated? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And again, I kind of understand. I mean, I think I think if you sign yourself away for medical research, you consent to being Whatever. exploded. Yeah, because the uh, bullets damaging organs—that's part of medical research, right? Stuff like bombs, not being set on fire. And as much as it's not great to have the image of your mother growing up and how she she was a great grandmother, so her around her grandchildren being strapped to a chair and detonated—it's <laughs> part of research in some way. Yeah. And I think maybe it's well, I think we've clear. learnt a lot today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, he's basically saying they're suing them because they weren't meant to detonate them. And they go now every time he remembers his mum, he also remembers he has. Remember, he has the image of her on a chair in a field exploding. Which I want for anyone who knows me. <laughs> Be like, what do I? Have? Oh yeah, he exploded, didn't he? No, yeah, yeah, it's good. But I can understand how I wouldn't want family. It's different if you want it. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's, that's the difference. Yeah. And if he signed a, a thing that said "Don't detonate her," yeah, I think he's got grounds to be upset or foolish. What a fool! Yeah, he feels foolish. Um, in other news, in other feel-good stories, a murderer released after being deemed too old to kill again has killed again. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh god. Too old is a stupid reason. <laughs> no, he won't do it again. He's too old. Too I'm old. Too old. <laughs> Back in 1979, um, I forget the guy's name, killed his wife, Sandra, uh, by stabbing her to death while her young daughter was nearby. After his release in 2004, Flick, his name's Flick. Great name for a murderer. He's old. Yeah. Uh, you can trust Flick. Yeah. They, he, he, he went Flick knives at people. Yeah, Flick, went, like the knife. He loves stabbing people. Yeah. It's coincidental. Mm. His name's just Flick. Uh, was convinced was convicted of assaulting two other women in 2010. A judge sentenced Flick to almost four years behind bars, resisting recommendations of prosecutors and probation officials to give him eight or nine years, believing that the man would be too old to commit any more violent acts. This is the quote. At some point, Mr. Flick is going to get to an age of his capacity... At some point, Mr. Flick is going to age out of his capacity to engage in this conduct, conduct, murder. And incarcerating him beyond the time that he ages out doesn't seem to me to make good sense from a criminological or fiscal perspective. So it's costing the county money or the state money to keep people in prison. Yeah. Don't keep the old in prison. It's too expensive. Let them out. He won't murder again. Until after his release in 2014, he moved to Lewiston. Prosecutor said he was infatuated with Dobby, uh, a woman, and followed her around town and even ate at the homeless shelter where she was staying. The killer and his victims, witnesses testified, weren't in relationships, and he stabbed her 14 times. <laughs> he murdered three people, I think, in total, and then a fourth. So how, how old was he when they released I think him? like 60, uh, from memory. That's not too old. Yeah. You can do a lot at 60. <laughs> you can murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought they were on about they like, like 80 or something. I think they were like, he's grown out of it. <laughs> right. We all, we all do murdering when we're young. But yeah. Once you reach a certain age, you kind of, you've got, you've got, you appreciate the better things in life. You know what will make a murderer grow out of murdering? <laughs> Locking them up with murderers. <laughs> kills again. I like the term kills again. Yeah. I don't, because I think that it's not even like, it, it means that he's killed after it's been discovered that they've killed before. He's killed again. <laughs> yeah, he's just done it again. Yeah. Oh, that rascal. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one is uh, more of a toe in the water than a feel-good story. This isn't a feel-good story. Let's separate. Cause I can't, I can't, it's, not, it's, not a, it's not a feel-good story. Okay. <laughs> toe in the water. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, this has been all over the place, but a guy accidentally cooked his children to death by leaving them in the car and going to I, hospital. I heard that on Bill Burr's podcast. That's what, that's that what makes was... it interesting to talk about. Is Because one, I read that and I uh, the cartoon imagery in me made me laugh. Because basically, this guy had two of his kids in the car, went to work where he works at a hospital, and then did an 11-hour shift and leaving the car in the sun. And he thought he took the kids to daycare. So he just oh. parked up in the hospital and was like, "Right, let's get oh, to I didn't work. know that." He thought. I thought he just. I thought he was an idiot who'd gone shopping or something. No, he genuinely thought. And you know, and last week, I mean, it was so hot last week. I yeah. genuinely accidentally drove here an hour early. Yeah. Because my brain just wasn't on. So I can kind, I can kind of relate. As in, like your brain does stupid things. Yeah. And you go like, it's just like. It's that carefree attitude of he didn't realise, he didn't even know his kids were in the car, and then right, yeah. oh, get go to work, coming back and finding two dead kids. And his whole life's over. Yeah. It's a horrific story. But yeah, Bill Burr brought it up in his podcast this week and he was saying how, um, he says, why do people need to report these things? Yeah. You know, like, why is that going to be good for me 
is that gonna be help me not leave my children in a car yeah like i know not to do that and it's like as, as much as this person is an, it's an unfortunate tragedy it's like yeah you, you would be your life would be over at that point you oh, can't yeah. yeah just be like that's he was like oh he'll be on suicide life. watch yeah like, he genuinely just made because I mean, sure. it was a genuine mistake yeah it's the same it's not the same but like and you get i mean people make mistakes there's, there's like footage of people accidentally leaving the handbrake off when they park a car leaving the kid in the car going out and then the car like rolls down into a river yeah you get those kind of things all the time and it's sometimes it is just unfortunate brain farts mm. people sometimes people can't remember actors names sometimes people think they've already gone to daycare this morning yeah it's just tra- it's just tragic so you go like yeah i mean why is the news covering all these tragedies all the time you could make it was Bill Burr's point. You go like, well, yeah, maybe it's to raise awareness of children in not, hot though. cars. If they, if they, it if doesn't feel that way at all. Why right? they do it? It's yeah. not. They can say that is. Yeah, but they're just wanting to not. get people into like grief tourism. Yeah, to get like, oh, look at this horrific thing that you can look yeah. at and read and be feel superior to. Mind you, we seem to do this every week. Oh yeah, for. Three years? I found it funny. <laughs> <laughs> I found it, and there is certainly a, an element of comedy in it. It's immensely tragic and yeah. incredibly sad. But you go like, yeah, just it's just the, the idea of that guy had no idea that his life was over yeah. when he got out of his car, like whistling, going into That's work, it, spinning his keys. I was just thinking keys. that. Like, he's, like, he's going to be constantly reflecting on the fact that at some point on his shift, he was happy, whistling yeah. down the corridor and that. Yeah, like... while, his kid, while his kids were, yeah, roasting yeah. horrifically. <sighs> So yeah, toe the water. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, I, I agree. Um, something like that, you go, it's kind of newsworthy, but not really. Uh, I think one of the things they were talking about was um, the car had tinted windows. Right. So members of the public couldn't, couldn't, see, you couldn't see inside. Right. So And America's got, a, I think this was in America. Um, and it, uh, there's a whole thing in America of some states can't have tinted windows because everyone has guns. Yeah. And so police don't want people in tinted windows to be pointing guns at them when they approach the car. Yeah. So well, over here, you it's can't the same. Like, it's got to be at a certain level, and I think you, you're not allowed to have the front windows tinted or something like that. Oh, really? Something like that. I've got some window tinting. Yeah, I like Vicky's like, rear ones are tinted. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, my back seat windows are tinted. Yeah. And I think in some states in America, that's illegal because mm. then you, police can't see into the car or whatever. But that's the whole thing. I mean, there was an article, I, I thought I made a note on it, but I didn't about um police responding to an alarm being called like a house alarm being called from an app in a house the police went there from in from looking in through the front door there was a man holding a gun at the door so they shot him and like retreated and got him to come at the house turns out no one in the house knew that an alarm was called off and it was just the homeowner reacting to somebody walking around and looking oh, casing his house from the outside Christ. so it's like totally understandable situations from everybody the police thought there was someone who'd broken in who had a gun the yeah. person inside was there was weird lights outside and someone was casing around his house yeah and the whole thing is protect your house with your gun and he's, he's survived luckily but yeah like just confusion Christ. from all these things and yeah that one of those things was i think it was a frosted window and that was a, another thing that was suggested like no frosted windows on houses and it's like that seems weird yeah but anyway that was a brief toe in the water uh, mm. we're going to move on to another um very quick segment new segment <laughs> <laughs> romance woman throwing uh husband's clothes off the roof yeah as he yells at her from below <laughs> yeah. 
good old romance. Romance. It's always good. We've always got different views on romance. Okay. Um, for example, I don't think it's romantic. This is a new thing I've discovered. Okay. I don't think it's romantic to give a massage. Unless you're giving a massage out of um, essential oils you've drained from your own skin. So if you, say, sweat into a bucket and then okay. use that bucket for a massage, that's romantic. Because you're sharing. <laughs> <laughs> a normal massage is too cliche now I don't know not um, do you not agree no do you think massages are romantic I, they can be most of the time it's just a utility utility it's, like, it's like a boiler a, it's got a purpose it's to yeah. fix something <laughs> yeah but like there's romantic massages aren't there but they've got to be used oils and you would rather your oils came from a sunflower. Yeah, it? but like it's it's Weird. only it's it's only romantic in the, in the same way as doing something from your partner is romantic. Some people say cooking for your partner is romantic. Yeah. Sometimes. Mm. If it's good food. If it's yeah. bad food, it's just poison. If isn't you it? put an effort into it. Yeah, if there's emotion in the food, it kinda of works. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so there's a romantic article this week very okay. brief because it's a very long story and it wasn't that great it's an epic story but it is the epitome of romance for me um, a newlywed man is recovering in a US hospital after he fell helicopter into no oh. if only it was <laughs> <laughs> no helicopters in this one uh, he fell into a volcano <laughs> he just tripped and fell yeah. into a volcano baptism by volcano <laughs> <laughs> during his honeymoon and uh, his wife rescued him, like climbed down into the volcano. Wow. Dragged him out. Okay. He was like, he like landed on his head and had like a skull fracture. Jeez. He was leaking spinal fluid. So, right. He was he didn't fall in molten lava. Uh, it was dormant. I left that bit out. I didn't feel like that was relevant. No, it's not. No. If you hit your head on, if you had your head on lava or volcanic rock, it's kind of the same. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she dragged him out and then like, not f- like he was vaguely with it. But she, like, carried him three miles to a hospital from a volcano. Okay. And you go, that's romance. Yeah. I think that's romance. Yeah. Yeah, I think okay. if you're looking for a wife... I'll actually agree with that, yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. find some common ground. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you if uh, you want a wife, a life partner, you want a life partner, because it can be, you uh, if a woman fell in a volcano or whatever, you kind of mm. want, your partner in life is to take, take you out of that situation. Yes. And take you down. Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah. You got a skull fracture while hiking on the Caribbean island of Saint Kitts. His wife climbed down to reach him and helped drag him out. Yeah, he was leaning against her, vomiting in pain, <laughs> as they hiked for two two miles to the mountain base. Um, it's romance. It's a, it's a good way to spend. That's a good romantic. If you're going to plan a honeymoon, push your husband into a volcano. It's memorable. He'll, he'll be forever grateful. Yeah. <laughs> But then you got that whole stupid. Co- you got that whole route you can go down in terms of dissecting this. Like, well, now you know, can he? Can she do any wrong? Yeah, I was going to say like he can't. He can't <laughs> he's leave forever her now. in debt. Yeah, because he can't cheat on her. Yeah, with a volcano, with another volcano. <laughs> you can't do any of that. You can't unless like, you can find up. a woman to one up that somehow. <laughs> you have to find a woman who can defeat okay, her. Okay, <laughs> so I'm going to fall out of the plane, yeah. and then. You gotta carry me back up. Yeah, you gotta c- catch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would change. It might change the dynamics of a relationship. Yeah. It might, but if it's if it's true love, then no, it won't. It'd just be like, oh, cheers, you're welcome. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's go to 
Diamela Helos or whatever the Greek yeah. islands are called. <laughs> this was in the Caribbean. <laughs> you kind of you'd go off the Caribbean once you landed head first in a volcano. I think. Been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> Got the concussion. Yeah, that's kind of uh, that's kind of good. Okay, that's that's romance out of the way. These are all feel good stories. Thirty six. <laughs> Subtlety is not on this episode. No, We're sorry. Trying, it is a big show. We're trying to cram a lot into yeah. the, the thing. Um, there was this article, which is another one that changed its title because the original title was hilarious. They've changed it since, which I really don't like because it means I have to do more work. Every time I find a link that's funny, I have to like screenshot it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'll try and remember what it was called. It was something like Riot on Boat... Because people were offended by the clown. <laughs> so there was like a piano boat. And uh, yeah, big... I, I say a big fight. I think like it cruise? turns out... Yeah, a cruiser. Like, okay. yeah, it was a, it was a pleasure cruise. Right. Um, that people were on. I think from like Norway down somewhere else. And yeah, people just started a brawl. And there was only like six or nine, six to nine people involved and it got violent. But plates and furniture were reportedly used as weapons after a mass brawl broke out on a British cruise ship. Six people were hurt as they sailed to Southampton from Norway. A 43-year-old man and a 41-year-old woman have been arrested on suspicion of assault. He said the violence occurred after a black tie evening and an afternoon of patriotic partying on deck when lots of alcohol were consumed. What would be a British patri- patriotic party? Uh, World Cup, you know, that would be a patriotic yeah. British party. Maybe, yeah. like, But nothing like the Saint- Queen's Jubilee or anything like that. No. This Saint- Christmas Saint- day. Uh, what's our day? It's George? Our day. George was Wales. No, I thought it was David. I don't know. Or maybe it is George. Yeah, George is England. George. George's flag. George yeah. Cross, yeah. St. George. Although, Andrew I- I- for Scotland. Yeah. And, uh, Andrew, Andrew, baptism by Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we don't we don't really make a big deal of St. George's Day, so I don't even yeah. think that's a, that's well, a yeah, thing. I can't figure out what it was. We don't really make a big deal about anything. The only example I can think of is World Cup season. Yeah. When in England wins a game, there's yeah. a big partying in the streets. Yeah. That's pretty much the closest I can think of. But anyway, there was patriotic partying. Uh, Mr. Gaysford said he had been told by a witness the incident was sparked by a passenger taking offence that's another holiday maker dressed as a clown. <laughs> so, so it was like black tie. Everybody's happy partying yeah. patriotically about something. <laughs> then a clown walks in. <laughs> <laughs> Whole, the, the, the record scratches. Yeah. Goes silent. Massive brawl. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, clown. However, P&O, the people who own the boat, denied that there was anyone dressed as a clown on the ship. Yeah. Oh, there was no clown. Why are you denying the clown? Don't hide this clown from us. <laughs> this clown started a riot. We need to be aware of this clown. Was the clown. clown there when the boat left? Or did it catch up with them? Apparently it didn't exist. Oh, right. Okay. It was a dead clown. Oh. <laughs> it was a ghost clown that started a riot. Maybe, like, I wasn't sure if, like, you know, clown cars. Do they oh, work yeah. the same if it's a boat? Like a Maybe. tiny boat and then thousands of clowns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this clown apocalypse just kind yeah. of pops up. People got weird fears about clowns. Yeah, yeah. My, I, I think my my mum said she's scared of mimes, and so and, and I think clowns go along with that as well. There's there's nothing there. <laughs> this no, mime's right, put got an invisible umbrella that doesn't exist, it, protecting him from the rain that isn't here. Is it, she, ah! she, <laughs> they are never, and it's because when she was a kid, one scared the shit out of her. 
it must like be one just of those the street makeup, things, you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But then I often think the same about spiders. I don't really know anyone who's Typical scared of spiders mind. that didn't get taught that behavior by someone else. Right. Well, I think there is. Uh, I think there is something in your blood that you just puts you as fear of something. Yeah. What was it? Somebody. I was listening to a podcast recently. I think it was Whitney Cummings on Joe Rogan. She said like, um, "There's a reason why people are unnerved." by um like robots that look like people because mm. you can tell on some levels that they're not real and apparently it's because there's a human thing inside of us that associates that with disease it's like if somebody's not moving in the uh, human way yeah. we think they're diseased or dead or zombies or whatever well, it's like when so- yeah when someone's someone's um when someone's died there's often a description of, of someone if you see the body of being like well they, it was their body but they weren't yeah there. their soul isn't in their eyes yeah. anymore kind of thing yeah yeah, so like, I think you're born with certain weird, it's something weird phobias in your genes. Yeah. I mean, I remember, there's two situations I can remember as a kid that I like screamed at. Number one, we were, what's it called? It was like, go. we went down in a mine, in a cave, cave diving. Like spelunking. Not water. I always assume, assume spelunking with swimming. Potholing. Probably potholing, something like that. It was with yeah. the scouts. And as we were going through this pitch black darkness, um, I looked to my right and I saw a um, a border collie, <laughs> <laughs> and it freaked me the fuck out. It's just just out of the blurs yeah. patchiness, like uh, right because like your eyes are adjusting to the light yeah. all the time. Yeah. I looked right and there was that white patch of black patch, and my brain associated oh it's a border collie, right. and I immediately went like I immediately screamed. Yeah, and I was like oh wait no, there's it's not a dog. Yeah, and so people were just like what's why is this kid screaming? Like, oh. <laughs> fine i saw a dog it's it's the whole thing and the other time was um i got a microscope as a kid and i put a fly in it i looked in it it looked fucking weird i was like "Ah!" (laughs) that was kind of it so i don't know whether there's something in me that's associated that you know is phobic of border collies underground Mm. and like flies really close to your eyes yeah or whatever but yeah i think you're born with certain phobias yeah and i can understand i'm assuming it's the makeup Right, because have you seen a clown without makeup, and you can still tell they're a clown? I've only seen this again from TV, um, like because of the wig and the big shoes, just their facial expressions and how they oh, move. Oh, right, okay, you yeah. Know, they just got quite a droopy clown face. Yeah, keep, that's I, how they walk. Yeah, there was there was one in a, in an episode of House where I think the dad was a clown and he had some kind of rare disease, <laughs> and I think he was inappropriate with his son. So they, that was their storyline. Oh, right. And you saw him later on without the makeup, and you like he, he's definitely a clown. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm assuming it's something to do with the makeup, because if it's not a makeup, you're not if you're not wearing the clown makeup, you're not a clown anymore, right? Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's a creep. Yeah, because a clown is. So it may be something traditionally with those it's to do with like masks and stuff, isn't it? So yeah, you need the makeup. Like that. That's that's the art. Yeah. So I imagine it's probably something to do with, and again, that would make sense with mimes, right? Because it's yeah, kind of makeupy kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, I'd start a riot if uh, <laughs> over a clown. Oh yeah. Anything for a riot. <laughs> <laughs> the thing with me, I think the thing with me is if it fits the narrative of my evening, let's do it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if, if if we're having an argument with somebody, like, right, it's the last, I'm, I'm on tenterhooks. Yeah. Don't push me too far. And then a client, a clown walks in and gives me a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> but just wreck the place. That'd be great. That'd be great. Um, what is this one? Oh, yeah. This is also kind of a toe in the water, but uh, we'll see how we do. Officers were called to the home in the Shardara suburb of the capital, Delhi. 
after the 35-year-old man, his wife and three-year-old daughter were found lying in the street in the early hours of Monday morning. The father, who reportedly worked in data entry with a top consulting firm, a top consulting firm where he was doing data entry, in neighbouring Gurgaon City, spoke to his wife the night before about killing himself to, in quotes, end all their problems. <laughs> uh, a senior police officer told the Indian Express something about financial ruin they were in. And he was like, well, if I kill myself, honey... All our problems will go away. All your problems will go away. <laughs> yeah. But maybe there's a life insurance thing. Maybe okay. family. Yeah, will but they help. don't. They don't. They don't normally Did valid family, under suicide. Yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. But that's kind of maybe that's what he was thinking. Yeah. But then the next day, like three a.m. in the morning, he woke up, and the thing that's fucked up is, and obviously this is obviously some kind of big fucked up situation. But he took his young daughter with him. Like, how does that end all your problems Ugh. if you take your daughter in, in your arms and then jump off the roof of your building? Ugh. How does that help your prob- like the family's problems? So the mother chased him up the stairs, saw him jump, and then thought, fuck it, I'll jump as well then. Oh. Now, he landed, he died. Yeah. He landed with the girl in his arms. I'm assuming, therefore, landed on his back or something. Yeah. So she kind of survived, and the Christ. mother kind of survived. What? And everyone's like... Oh, problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> See, now we're in hospital. Like, uh, yeah, now we've got health insurance bills to pay. Yeah. Um I do I do have more articles. Um uh, some of them uh, might not might not quite get there. So we'll do this quick one to finish on and it's a man has been given a 50 minute jail sentence in Somerset. 50 minutes. Yep. Go to prison for a bit. Come back. <laughs> Why? <laughs> he broke a window with a broom. 50 minutes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's like... How uh, small was the window? <laughs> well, let's go through it. Um, yeah. No, like, so an hour. Yeah, an not hour. even an hour. So <laughs> 50 minutes. 10 minutes off 50 minutes. So let's assume that he was on £10 an hour. <laughs> on whatever he works. Right, yeah. You're not going to replace any window for a tenner unless it's really fucking yeah. small. Yeah. I didn't even end a call-out charge. <laughs> it's not... Well, I think... It's I not paying got them, for anything. I haven't got them in my notes because I edited them out, but I think there was something along the lines of as well as 80, min- 80 hours of community service and he's on, like, probation for a couple of years. So if he does anything else... Right. He was high on coke and weed and alcohol. So was it... When he did it. Uh, okay when he did it not when he got put in jail no when he did it yeah it wasn't right. like he was on coke and so time was faster yeah and so no his but it was wasn't like because sometimes they'll throw you in to sober up oh right yeah no it wasn't any of that no yeah yeah it was just i think he threatened to brick the window and then came back with a broom so maybe they took like oh at least he didn't use a brick yeah <laughs> he's poked with <laughs> he's, a broom he's, he's gross then ran gross. away he escaped the police right in like the first chase and then yeah he chase eventually... Yeah, well, there the was police... a whole chase and everything. Fifty <laughs> I think, minutes. I think on foot, but still, uh, still, still they evading, said, they said he escaped. Ev- evading arrest. Yeah, fifty minutes. Why? That's What's all... the point? That you need to learn your lesson. Fifty minutes. <laughs> well, oh, well, I've learned my lesson. One episode of uh, quality television, yeah. and then you can come out of prison. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna miss the most recent Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> No, don't worry. Not like the big two-hour ones. Just one of the yeah, one-hour ones. Just the one-hour. You can... <laughs> 50 minutes. Some, Jesus Somerset. Christ. Somerset. I don't know. That's... 
Odd. people. But they were Somerset, aren't they the ones that wanted to like secede from the UK and make their own country? <laughs> I thought it was Danny uh, Danny Boyle. Not Danny Boyle. Yeah, Danny Boyle. Not the director, the comedian. There's a comedian called Danny Boyle. Uh, presenter. It, yeah, radio. Yeah, does as well. Yeah, I think he had a whole song about wanting to start his own country. Oh, in the UK. I don't know whether he was in Somerset at the time. I, th- I think it was around about the around about the Brexit thing, or it could have been around about the Scottish referendum. And, Somerset wanted. And <laughs> we Somerset out on our wanted own. to kind of block themselves off from England and be their own country, in spite of the fact they got no income. They got apples. Yeah, Somerset's apples, isn't it? I think maybe. Cider? Not enough to support a country. <laughs> <laughs> our entire ecosystem is built on apples. Yeah, for two so the, months of the year. Apples to the core. <laughs> Let's make money off that pun. Yeah. Ooh, I'll buy that pun. <laughs> Twenty billion pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, well, I think more people should. Well, it's it's that weird thing of I think eventually none of it's going to matter anyway. As in, there's already ants flying around that could be seen from space. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be bothered about Hadrian's Wall or whatever border you put around something. Yeah, no. I like that America's got this like straight lines for borders. I find that hilarious. <laughs> that's just a hilariously <laughs> that's just how the country was formed. It's like, well, we want this. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we want this. We want this weird bit. Okay. But it's fine. the same in their same same with their roads as well. Yeah, yeah. It's all done with straight blocks. <laughs> yeah. It's technically more efficient, but it's like you just couldn't yeah. do it in the UK because like we we had hills and we were like a history. lot older. We had history. <laughs> we didn't have bulldozers back yeah. in zero BC. No. Whenever the UK was the UK. <laughs> Before a thousand. About eight hundred. Yeah, we were around in eight hundred, six hundred, based yeah. on TV. So. Well, it's because they, I, I imagine in America when I mean they've still got lots of dead space where there is nothing. Yeah. Um, which we don't really. I have think a we hell do. Of a lot of. We, I think we've we got do. we've got some, but it's all owned by somebody. It's not like, a, like a lot of our stuff isn't really owned by the country anymore. It's all owned by fucking lords yeah. and ladies and farmers. And well, I got told that the green belt is fluid, like. There has to be oh, a really? certain percentage of the UK that's green belt. Ah. So if say you li- say there was a green belt area a mile from here, literally they could demolish that. Yeah. So long as they set up another green belt area of matching size somewhere else, <laughs> which kind of defeats the point for me. Yeah. The um my my parents' house at the end of the garden before the field starts. The end of their garden is the green belt, so they're not allowed to build on the field. Okay. That makes sense. I think. Yeah. 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 And there's all there's those are weird things about you like yeah I tried to look into getting an extension and you can only get a certain distance from your house until you need the council to come and say I like the style of this and then you can do it yeah I mean that's what planning permission is is like as well as they're doing like surveying stuff they need to agree with the styling of the house being appropriate with the rest of the street yeah which seems strange stupid but yeah yeah. But yeah, I think uh, leave it there for my articles uh, right. for this week. Cause we've got some other stuff to get into. Mm. It's minute month time. Yeah, well, minute fortnight. Yeah, with the first. Yeah, one. we 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 chose the timing of this because we wanted to get the ball rolling. But we yeah. did it when we were both incredibly busy. Very, very busy. As in, like I've been working. I think a two hundred hour fortnight, a hundred hour weeks. I've been working at yeah. the moment because my work's crazy right now. Yeah. And you you were I've, in holiday. I've had holidays and and been preparing for 
a family member's wedding and right like, yeah just a bunch of so it was literally like there was just no time really to yeah. the point where we were both doing yeah. a lot of it today <laughs> yeah but the theme was no excuses <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, i don't know about you but um uh, yeah so uh, to, to quickly sum it up well, we but, wanted but to my, do my one was anyway right. I don't know we wanted to do uh we want to do more creative stuff that's why we started the podcast like three years ago yeah and we haven't done anything since we wanted to do a creative video production kind of thing whether it be comedy whether it be artful whether it be whatever we just wanted to do more of that and the podcast was meant to hold us accountable and then we just did more and more of the podcast to the point where now we're at a point where it's like i think the podcast structure is kind of okay it's looking after itself in a sense yeah, as in we're in like, the routine where it's like it's, it's no fine. effort yeah you know i can we can find new stories we can find scum stories yeah we can make these little video clip segmenty things yeah. okay what's the next level so let's try and do that and we decided if we can't do one minute a month <laughs> then there's something more terminal about yeah. ourselves you, you yeah. can't, there's no excuse to not make one minute worth of content a month so that's what we want to do from now on and we mm. gave ourselves two weeks to do the first one yeah so stimulus was we came up with a stimulus and we'll try and incorporate other people's ideas into them in the future stimulus yeah. was no excuses Slash like motivation or motivational speaker. Yeah. Something along those lines. But yeah, in fairness, I think mine was strictly no excuses. I can't, I don't know if I've done motivation. I've really oh yeah, it doesn't that. have to be on both. Yeah. It was just like, yeah. that's just the starting point. Yeah. Even if it has nothing to do with it. Even yeah. if it's at the end of it, it goes, no excuses. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. It's yeah. You know, I'm not giving anything away about mine. <laughs> uh, but it's linked. Um, so yeah, how did you find the process of writing and then filming and editing and making one minute for this? Good. Uh, I, th I think the fact that I hadn't crammed it all into one day meant that by the time I got to today, which is actually like the filming and editing and the actual making mm. of it, I had such an idea of how to do it that I didn't, like, I, I'm, I'd made notes and a script and everything and I didn't touch it once. So it was just like, oh, this is when this happens, this is when this happens. And yeah. like, it's not like really dialogue heavy. So there wasn't anything really for me to remember about that. So the actual production process went really quick. Because you had more, t you, Alec, you just, you just designated more time to it than yeah, you think yeah. usually and you I both started writing it a week or so ago yeah yeah and I, I i still think it could have done with more with with more tightening maybe um but like i did give it like a little bit of a second pass a few days ago before mm. things actually kicked in today um and even then like once i'd done the edit and got all the shots together i was like that's two fucking minutes like yeah I, I, and and i managed to again like condense it in the edit to a minute it's like that's actually a lot better so okay. i think that process as well is is, is 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 helpful doing it in doing it in post as well mine i don't know whether this um speaks to my forever having a youthful soul uh but mine just felt like i was panicking like i was at uni oh to, where it's to... like the day before i need to do a four thousand word essay <laughs> let's just do it the night before and yeah. you're like well i gotta clean my room first clean your room <laughs> you know oh, i gotta send off these texts <laughs> and then yeah. suddenly you're like right now let's do it and then as soon as you get there you do it and it's done yeah There's i part was, of me that I was, was like 100 percent calm about it as soon as i'd finished sketching yeah. out the idea so it's yeah. like it's a really easy process from now it's just script it done yeah record it done we wanted two weeks one week to write it and the other week to produce it yeah i i've done all everything within the last three days yeah as in, I had an idea a week ago, yeah. and it was like, oh, that's kind of the idea, and it didn't wouldn't quite work. Then I had another idea that was based off having more than one person involved that would work, that maybe we can do in the future. 
and then it was like oh that kind of idea it's kind of here and yeah, I had the same thing about a minute seems quite short as in like everything I, I wanted I to do. I didn't realize how short it was. Yeah. And then it went through phases of this is really short. To, oh my, this is longer. And then uh, there's a weird balancing act of, I think in my mind I had two minutes worth as in like, I did the soundtrack for mine as part of my endeavor okay. to try and be more productive, yeah. creative. I did the soundtrack and I, I did a sound like, oh, that sounds good. That sounds about a minute. Turns out it was two minutes. Right. And everything, all the work I'd done on trying, because I was doing it from GarageBand and the time signatures in GarageBand are a bit weird. Okay. So I did all the narrative for it, thinking it was a minute. Turns out it was two minutes. And then I was like, oh, I've got to change the whole thing. And it kind of made it work. Yeah. Um, you happy with how yours turned out? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. In the end, um, it's... It, I. I think it it kind of ties together like very quickly. I'm not sure if it flows from one scene to the next as I'd want it to, but I think that might just be the nature of of like trying yeah. to get a full idea out in a minute. Yeah. Uh, like you don't have time for exposition and to explain things and to do and to do everything. So it just has to be quick and you have to hope that it gets that it gets what you need to across. Yeah, mine definitely feels like a first draft. Yeah. As in like, it's the idea, it's the pilot episode of an idea. As in, this is the concept, and then you can maybe, yeah, it's, we said, we said a few things. We like, um, we wanted to slowly build our own kind of creative universe. Mm. And this is like an idea of like, yeah, mine is kind of like, this could exist in the real world. Yeah. And we could exist in our world and it could work in a few different ways and the things that it does. But it feels very much, I'm very critical of, I'm very critical because I'm very insightful and very educated. <laughs> no, like I'm just, I'm very brutally, brutally critical about whatever I do anything, which usually results into me doing nothing. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, it's just terrible. Don't do it. But I think um, it kind of forget, I kind of understand it as a project. But yeah, for me, it feels like a first draft mm. to be done more with in the future. Okay. To, well, to, to be, to be fair with mine, I don't think it's something I would, I would feel the need to revisit and, and mm. kind of do over I like i'm quite happy with kind of how it came out in the end and i don't think there's enough there for me to want to go back go back and, and flesh it out more it's just a quick kind of sketch of an idea okay so something a, a completely standalone thing you think that maybe we'll um come back into later but it's more of a that was that and then i think i would else. i think i think for me um the whole building world is more building references yeah that's like st- stuff that I've st- maybe st- some stuff that I've referenced or or uh, mentioned in this that I could that you can kind of go back to later on um, and be like oh that was that was brought up in this thing and like now mm-hmm. here it is in in form like like yeah. that sort of thing. I think for me it was for me. I think it was it was very relevant, el- very um, visible that it was rushed, so that all it's a minute long. There's probably a few. It's it's meant to be kind of comical, and there are certain areas where it's like that's the joke, that's the joke, and that's the joke, mm. and it's not very layered or textured or big. It's like one joke for a minute. Right. I'm not a big fan of that. But yeah. It was just time constraints as well as location constraints. There's loads of ideas I had, and the re- that's why I think I w- I'd like to do more with it is because I had other ideas I wanted to do, but I couldn't because I was only one man. Yeah, I needed to have a cameraman for some right, situations. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like I think maybe that's the thing I'm thinking of. It's like, oh no, there are still funnier ideas in the same world, the same area as this mm. that could be done more so. Well, originally thing. there's there's a bit in mind where I was just like, ah, it would be quite cool to get to lift that 
lift that reference and recreate it shot for shot. But then mm. when I realized I was just on my own, I was just like, I, I can't, yeah. I can't do it like that. And that bit would end up being three minutes long. Yeah. So yeah. What's the yeah. point? It was, it was nice to have a minute to focus on so get g- that done. I think that's the thing. I think for me, I, I did actually get the thing that I wanted out of this, which was b- boiling like a long idea down to nothing. So it's just mm. like bullet points of like, that's, that's the essence of that. And because for me, because for me, because there was so much resistance in terms of procrastination around it, the fact that I did it and it came out okay is still part of me that's like I feel accomplished for it. Yeah, which was the purpose no, of absolutely. it. Absolutely, it's like not not in regards to the quality or anything, but just in terms of we had an objective. There's part of me that wanted to be my dog ate my breakfast, mm. and it was like no, just make it, put it together, patch it together, and it'll be fine. Do something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think going forward, it, I think minute months are good. Yeah. So I think we'll continue to do minute month stuff. To be fair, but, like, we've both done something and we've had yeah. half that time. Yeah, exactly. So I've, there's really no... Unless we've something horrific happens. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's re- there's really no, no reason for us not to. Yeah, we've set the bar for ourselves. While it may be a little bit low... We're still setting the bar, and if we're somewhere, we can some hit that people. and move it up. Yeah, yeah. But I think there's another part of me as well that hopes to be now that the barrier of oh, there's so much stuff to be done, or the procrastination, mm. and now the realization of you, you've done that first hurdle. Yeah. Now you can do anything. Yeah. Is this, there is temptation to do more? So that could be quite cool. Mm. But yeah, I think so long as we stick to doing at least a minute a month, it could be good. Yeah. So should we give them a look? See. Yeah. Um, I'll do a quick test for Steve. Um, I will say. Yeah. Um, I don't know how mine reads as audio only. Uh, I agree. So do I. So I would recommend we'll put these up on like the Instagram page. Um, yeah, and yeah. I would say like go back and watch them if you want to see exactly what's happening. Yeah, that's a good point. I I would agree. There might be some you can pick from mine, but yeah, even if you don't want to go through YouTube to look at the whole video and find it out, we will upload these to Instagram. Yeah, with the do Instagram has hashtags, right? We could do it as yeah. like hashtag yeah. pulling teeth, and you'll find it. Yeah, or if you just go to our podcast, pulling teeth. Pod. At Pulling Teeth Pod on Instagram, you'll yeah. find them on there. Um, so just a quick test for Steve to see if the video is going to play. It is muted. Can you see that? Uh, I can see that. Okay, right, cool. Let's give it... Uh, let's dive in. I'll go me first because your sound's better. And by saying that, I'm going to sound better. <laughs> so let's uh, let's do that. Okay. Is, it, is it still muted? Uh, no, it's not, okay. not muted any longer. Cool. Right, let's go. This is, uh, this is mine. I just got tired of it every day, telling myself that I need to do something and then just never doing it. Eventually I thought, what if I'm not saying it loud enough? (laughs) (laughs) Dating's an issue. People find it difficult to get quite intimate and vulnerable with somebody who's screaming. I'm just more proactive now. I just get more shit done. And I feel bad for the people who can't scream. Or feel nervous about screaming. They must live such a quiet life, surrounded by loved ones. So that's Terry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, very much my mo is yeah. um, screaming. No, so. it's good. It's a mockumentary kind of thing. I did like, yeah, the sit down interview. It was yeah. good. Kind of worked. There was professional lighting. There was a soft box. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. Did, it, did, it did look good. Yeah. I didn't do any lighting or anything in mine. You've got all the you've got all the equipment, Steve. I I had this afternoon. It's just a whole thing yeah, to yeah. do all that. But yeah, like in terms of uh, really, I did the sound. I did the little minute guitar thing, and I was like, oh, this is great. As in, for me, it's very simple. Uh, if I was describing my guitar ability, I'm an, my guitar ability. I'm probably an early intermediate. Mm. As in, I'm slowly starting to learn some more stuff. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that felt like I wanted to do. We've mentioned it before, like the Channel Four documentary yeah. of like the accordion. Is that the, that's the sound that I always associate with it? Okay. Of like, this is the man with a ass for a face. <laughs> yes, that was was that Mitchell Webb? I think it was. It was oh, some okay. sketch comedy show, and it's that weird. It's this weird accordion that Channel Four does. So I was trying to do that, but on guitar, <laughs> and it just came across as like yeah. kind of weird. I quite like the music. It did what it needed to. Like yeah. I, to be fair, I yeah, like I I put some um, in in mind. I didn't make it, um, and. There is a whole, there's, there's a whole genre of that, like kind mm. of like backing tracks for documentaries, right? Yeah, um, like for for interviews and all that kind of stuff, and like it does, it it fits in pretty well with that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, in terms of the idea, the idea all started because like, yeah, I was trying to think of something motivational, and I was like, it's it's generally something that I was starting to do, is if I felt myself wanting to do something and not doing it because of laziness, I started screaming. Yeah, and it energized me. Yeah. So I'd be like, oh yeah, I just said, what if if I was a guy who screamed all the time, that could be quite fun. So there's loads of shots I had in my head of like the postman knocking on the door, and then in the distance you hear the scream. Yeah. And then the scream just gets closer and closer until I open the door screaming, <laughs> take it from sign it while screaming, and then give it back, and walk back out. <laughs> so yeah. like that that was the image of mine. I was like, I, I find that funny. Yeah. And then yeah, just frying an egg while screaming. <laughs> Just by the way, yeah, I didn't think it came out as good as it in my head. Just like screaming while making a fried egg. And then it was a whole thing of me screaming at the egg. And then it just took a bit too much time. Yeah, that's the so thing. Like, like yeah. it's cutting bits out that. Oh, I'm going to have to cut out the screaming at the egg bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's ruined. <laughs> to try and get it energized. Yeah. And then, yeah, so it was my, it was my, it was my idea. Yeah. Uh, my little thing. Ready for you? Yeah. Uh-huh. Cool. Diplomat bees are known for breaking up squabbles <laughs> amongst other woodland creatures. <laughs> oh. Close the door. <laughs> Thank you. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Susan, hi. <laughs> Happy birthday. Oh, oh, I was hunting this cat and then it jumped me and, and then these bees came and <laughs> broke it up. Anyway, here. It's a dish. It's a dish, Susan. Yeah, that's it. That's good. That's very good. There's much more what I was, what we were saying it was supposed to be. Was, I think I I don't know I, I, references. I'm not not yeah. not downtrodding my one, but just in terms of praise for yours, I think that was much more what I think we both had in mind. Of like we wanted, yeah, a story being told that isn't really reliant on quick cuts. 
which yeah. wasn't really you weren't, you weren't relying no, on not, quick cuts. No, they no. needed to be cuts because of location yeah. movements and yeah. stuff like that. There's references. Jurassic Park was in it. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Intense music sections. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it 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 worked quite well. And there, and there was some bits in that that I'd that came in with the edit, but didn't uh, it with like the second. Uh, run through the script but didn't really change anything that was there like the guy in the fridge for some reason that was like- great <laughs> that was it took me a while to realize what it was i think yeah because i was like first of all i thought it was just like your conscience just reminding you to close the fridge all oh, right and that, i thought that's funny enough and then you had the second layer of it thanking you it's just like oh it wasn't you it was your fridge or whoever's in your fridge <laughs> yeah but uh, there was there was a couple of bits that i wanted to do but i didn't have time to go to the shop i wanted to put crisps and soap in the fridge as well Okay, a shoe. Yeah, Yeah, a shoe. References to our universe. Yeah, but all we had... Our lives, not our universe. (laughs) All, like, yeah, but the only thing I had that I could put in there was bread. Um, But it did help that it was mouldy. Yeah, it works. That's good. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, So, uh, stimulus-wise from both of our videos. Yeah. um, Well, first of all, I think that um, the videos qualify as exactly what we were trying to do. Yeah. In terms of trying to get a minute's worth of writing slash, I felt the thing is I think it's more because mine was very much improvised. I think this was much more obviously written. Yeah. And yeah. had more of a writing writer's feel to it. it was, yeah, definitely. Which is uh, which is what I would like to do more of as well. Yeah. I just find instinctively I just. But went I th- time to be fair, restraints. I think it fits the theme. Like that's definitely like a scripted kind of theme, in that mm. it's. Um, it it's it's shot like a like like a sketch or like a drama or something. Yeah. Whereas yours was shot like a like a documentary, so it makes sense that mm. that it's it, it that, that it sounds like off the top of your head. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in terms of the in terms of my objectives for for this project of doing a minute every month, yeah, is to try and move a bit further away from f- fully. Um, improvised yeah to be more close to something like this in yeah. terms of writing a script writing something that's going to be more the jokes the jokes in the writing of it were worked very well yeah as in i mean just the little things about bee diplomats are yeah. usually very good at breaking up arguments between other bees or yeah. something along those lines yeah 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 it's like yeah that's again that's another little that came in with the black second, mirror because it, it well i didn't know what to, i know i the only thing i wanted there was like making notes while watching a documentary and i was like well there's nothing yeah. it makes sense from a for, for a character perspective because of the stupid because of the kind of shit that i say like on here mm-hmm. but there's nothing intrinsically funny about that yeah yeah so it was trying to yeah, put yeah. something in then in trying that to and then if you can take that and make it some kind of reference later on as well like that it was the, it was the bees that broke up the argument between him and the cat right right yeah yeah, um, yeah. then it it, it makes a bit more sense, but I don't know if that was if the, if that was clear enough. The bees breaking up the fight didn't make sense at the time, right? But with that, yeah. so yeah. But then there's more things you can do with that, yeah, yeah. And that's the whole thing about this is just a seed, yeah. That we're just kind of laying, sowing. We grow the seed, <laughs> we sow the seed. Nature grows the seed, and then we eat, eat the, the seed. seed. Um, yeah. So I think in terms of the stimulus of trying to get something, well, yeah. Are you happy with with it? You said yeah. you were happy with it. You think yeah. that it would grow back to I think to so. It. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, yours felt, yours felt more writing-based, I think. And I think the mockumentary thing for me was just a bit more... Yeah. Well, I, said that, I think with. it's just the nature of our styles. 
Yeah, well, uh, and, and that's what we lent on at this time, anyway. Yeah. So I think just trying to, to grow something a little bit more out of that. And then, yeah, you had a lot of good writing references in there as well, like with Susan. Um, yeah, yeah. Just like the image that popped up. I don't I can't remember the name was there, but from the it image, was, you know that it, that's yeah. Susan. That's one of our producers. Yeah. Um, who's <laughs> terrible at their job. <laughs> um, we end up kind of embodying most of her job most of the time. Most of, most, if not all. If not all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We did it. It was good to do. I think we need to do, well, yeah, do more. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's as well as, it's as well as trying to keep this as a, as a reference point as well. Mm. So like from the future, I envision there could be that Terry person from my mockumentary can be in a shop buying something and screaming. Yeah. But that's uh, another thing. That, like that's not Bees can really be a character. Fights. Like for, from my, for me, like that's me, the, in mine, it's not really, it's not really a character. It's just... Oh yeah, but an imagining still, of myself. There's still there's mentioning of one bees, ambassador bees, or diplomatic diplomat bees. Diplomat bees, yeah. Diplomat bees. That's a thing that's that can that can launch out from this, as yeah. well as Susan not really having a face. Yeah, uh, but I, kind yeah, of being well, in some the, story. What I wanted was the Charlie Brown kind of honking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I I couldn't really find anything that worked for it, so I just yeah. It sounded like you sounds. were the cat. Oh no, I wasn't the cat. You weren't the cat. You, no, you brought a cat. You flew a cat in. No, no, I found sound effects for a cat. <laughs> Just not for Susan. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you've, I feel more accomplished for doing this than I have for doing a lot of things previously. Yeah. Like running. Yeah. I've been like, this has been more like, oh, I actually feel like I got out of my own way more than uh, I thought that I would, I guess. Yeah. Is the terminology of it. So yeah, what do you want to do for the next one? I don't know. Are we choosing this one? I think because uh, the weird thing is the timing of this. You go like, when do we want? I think for us, we should take a month to do it and to preview it. Yeah. But what does that mean? Does that mean that we release it the week after the end of a uh, month because the release and editing process and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Or do we do like the first three weeks? We take a week off, you know, take three weeks to sit down and do it. Yeah. Should we publish an episode at the end of the month with it in? think maybe that would be good yeah so yeah until we we record uh at least like a week in advance yeah um so it, it varies a lot but yeah we'll figure something out for a release date of it but there's going to be at least three weeks i'd say at least three weeks until we want to release another one yeah so i'd say we can start out playing around with ideas that we want brainstorm it and then maybe do the same kind of process in terms of take a week after after this episode airs, we'll we'll be away anyway. Mm. Coincidentally, oh right. After this episode's released, the week after is an episode we recorded a while ago. Yes, because yeah. we're um yeah we've got uh, the scheduling stuff, so we could take that week to rest and then look about what anybody thinks. Because mm. yeah, we just we we just want to do creative stuff. So if anybody wants to do anything, hopefully I would have set up a bit more of a social media communication before then. Yeah. In terms of like, I think we could look into Reddit because this could work for Reddit. Yeah. Like have a forum of ideas yeah, that we talk yeah, about. That definitely. feels like that's what Reddit's kind of for. Yeah. But uh, at the moment, uh, tweet us on Twitter or Facebook. Yeah. Uh, or email us. Or email we'll, us. We'll put it into a list. 
Yeah, we and just want, going forward as well, we can always dip into this to kind of be like, oh, what other ideas could we do? Yeah. So, for example, the the ones for these ones was motivational speaker and no excuses. Yeah. Um. So, like, it's just a small kind of crystallized term like that, something mm. like that, or even it, no, not even not a sentence, just a just just something, a reference point a reference point we were joking about you know we could do something like wayne's world yeah whereas like if the, if the stimulus was wayne's world we'd have to take a reference from wayne's world yeah and do a minute on it yeah and it'd be not copyright infringeable or whatever yeah so like it could be anything just an, an idea of some kind simplified to its root mm. whether it is yeah do a wayne's world thing or a film or yeah. an idea or a color <laughs> yeah <laughs> anything. anything any ideas one word slash a movie title yeah. type idea. Yeah. So if you've got any ideas like that, submit them. Yeah. Uh, a movie title you've made up. Yeah. Derek the Inflammable Horse. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's a good way to put it. Film titles. Yeah. Put it. Put put the idea in the form of a film title. <laughs> With and that can just be one word or like yeah. yeah if you can see a film in lights, we'll make that. Yeah. That could be, yeah. Could be fun. So submit Maybe. to Twitter or Facebook or email us. Yeah, or email us. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you do? You want to? Should we end the episode there? I think so. I think so. It's been a bit. It's been a packed in show. Yeah. It's been no dips. No. That I'm aware of. No. So yeah, that feels, feels good. Yeah, feels good. Okay, yeah. cool. So yeah, um, yeah. So on that note, if you want to send us in any uh, ideas for the next minute month, we are at Pulling Teeth Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and we're at Wisdom. No, we're wisdom not. at pullingteethpodcast.com on That's email the, on the email um, yeah, I am at email. Sing It Steve on Twitter and Instagram yeah I'm at Nick Snip and we've got a Facebook Pulling Teeth Podcast page as well yeah if you want to get too much in there and yeah. as always uh, if you do want to show us some love feel free to give us a YouTube subscribe or a YouTube comment or a YouTube like or a review on Apple Podcasts yeah whatever it's called yes and that's good but as always we don't care <laughs> we'll do it anyway it will do it anyway yeah. but if you want to show your support that's how you would do it yeah uh and we'll get these videos on the instagram when this episode comes out yeah there might yeah yeah on yeah. the week this episode's out yeah yeah cool okay cool see you next week sure.